and it still does the same thing in my ear. But it's okay. I forgive you this time. So you been? I, I I'm good. How are you doing, sir? Oh, uh, you know, uh, living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's dream. Whose dream? Who whose yeah. dream are you living? Somebody and whoever's dream it is, they can take it back. Oh no. Welcome <laughs> everyone. We are back. Well, Chris and I are back. Yendi is playing Overwatch, so you guys can go ahead and feel free to shame him all you want, because he rather play Overwatch than do the show with us. Ain't that mm -hmm. right, Chris? Mm -hmm. Episode 70. 7-0, and Yendi's playing Overwatch. I hope he's losing, is what I hope. I hope he's not winning. I hope he's frustrated. That way, he can realize that he would have had more fun doing the show than losing in Overwatch. And you know what that means, too? Also, him not being here, um, he has to uh, give us 10% more in our Fnatic contract. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. That Yikes. is true. Yikes. Sorry, Fnatic. Ooh. It, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but welcome, everyone. We are glad to be back. We were able to get a show in. Uh, we have Chris back, you know, so... You know, we, there was some things going on life that happens that, you know, you can't control. And, you know, it, it it's like that sometimes. It's just, you know, things that we can't control. But you know what? Today we're here and for the foreseeable future, you know, but always we're always dropping the, the debrief. So you guys can always check those out if you guys have the time to check those out. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll just, you know, we're going to freeform the show kind of, you know, there's no real structure to this. Uh. Now that Yendi's not here, we can talk about TV shows also because, you know, there's no point of asking Yendi about how he feels about a TV show when he, we know he's not going to watch it, even if he likes the content. I will, perfect example, Lord of the Rings. How do you say you like Lord of the Rings and you didn't even watch the show? I don't yeah, even think great. he's watched an episode. Not one episode, okay? Of probably the best uh, cinematic TV show you ever watch. I'm not saying it's the best show you ever watch, but cinematic wise, it it's probably the best show because it's definitely they definitely spent a billion dollars on that. But yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Let's ask Chris how he's been doing because you know I'm I'm sure you guys want to know how he's been doing because you haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, you guys heard uh, from me all the damn time. So Alan's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been holding down the fort with um with all the uh, the debriefs. Uh, I am playing catch up with all TV shows. Uh, last time you guys heard from me, I was on the way to Portugal, so yeah. uh, made it back. Um, do I wish I lived there? Kind of. <laughs> it was you great. could go there. Yeah. There's nothing tying you here, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was fantastic. Um, and then we had some uh, some issues when we got back, uh, but everything has shaped up to be fine. Everybody's uh, healthy, and. Um, yeah, it was just a lifestyle change right now for, for me and the wife, um, which is not bad. Uh, so now I'm just playing catch up. Uh, I started uh, me leaving kind of gave me that creative itch again. So I started my my YouTube channel up again to do Let's Plays. Um, uh, I just liked, you know, just making those videos and hanging out and doing Let's Plays. So um and I'm waiting for God of War to come out at midnight tonight so I can record the first episode of that gameplay instead of just doing Call of Duty videos all the time. And we're going to see how that goes. So yeah. um, just been busy, man. I've been busy uh, watching Naruto nice. and finished She-Hulk today. Got to finish and well, catch up on Andor so I can mm -hmm. jump back on the debrief. Uh, yeah. And then I got some quite well. No, because I don't know how you feel about you, you don't like movie reviews, right? What? What do you mean? Like other people reviewing movies? Like yeah. you, you don't really pay attention to them? I mean, it is what it is. I don't. Okay. Because I, I had a question about Wakanda Forever. If you've seen? No, no, no. I haven't before. seen anybody's review on it. Just because you know, I'm I'm ready to go see it. Uh, that it, yeah. we are in Wakanda week, so, um, yeah, I, I haven't watched. I've I've seen like some people say, you know, they've been they've enjoyed it. They like what the direction was, but it's hard. You know what I mean? Because like when so you tough. read someone else's like reviews, like 
we all go into movies with a different mindset, right? Like we're not all going in with this generic, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go watch this movie, especially after, I mean, this movie in particular, right? Where you had people who wanted the recasting of T'Challa, um, you know what I mean? And I, I'll, I'll break that more into detail, like w when I do the, the debrief on that one. But like, you know, you've had people who were about wanting to make that change and not putting the real life emotions attached to the character and the person, right? Like we have to remember when Black Panther was made, like there was nothing like Black Panther, right? There was nothing like the movie that they made. So that crew and, you know, group of actors and actresses, they all had a special bond, right? So for them to lose the person and the main character, should T'Challa be recasted? I do think eventually, but should it be the next movie with the same actors who just had to work with this man and, you know, all had high praises about him? Like, we can't just throw away the human element of movies, right? Like, so yeah. people are just like ready to be like, oh no, don't worry about it. Like we can like, we we live in this world where we just like recover so fast from things where it's just like, it's not, the, we're not all recovering the same way. And I, I could, I can, I think the cast, especially with the interviews they've been doing, you can tell they felt like they weren't ready for a recast. So would you have taken, would it have been worth recasting T'Challa? And have the whole cast be like, I don't want to do this movie or, you know, do the direction they went in, which we don't know yet. So um, that's what I feel about that. And like I said, I'll go into more detail about it when I drop that. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. It's coming out this week. It's finally here. I feel like it's going to be the uh, the real, real jumping point. Like now, like we're going to get into like really start to get to where we want to get to. And I feel like where most people want to get to. Um, like I said, for me, this phase has been, I've liked this phase. I know a lot of this people, ends, this ends the phase, correct? Um, I think quantum realm ends phase. Maybe this does end the phase. I think it I'll does. Look it up while you yeah. I think it does end the phase, but, um, yeah, I think this is going to be that real, that, that jump that everyone's looking for. Uh, like I always say with this phase, um, I've enjoyed this phase, uh, but this is basically phase one with expectations, right? Like, People are expecting Endgame to occur and not for like not remembering that Endgame took, you know, the well over 13 years to make. Um, and, you know, the content's not for everyone. Like you may not like these stories, but this is how comic books are also. Right. Like there are stories that people don't like in comics who they haven't read a, a soul. Like, you know what I mean? So there's plenty of this is how it's going to be. And there, it's not for everyone. If you mm -hmm. want to read about the connected universe, then you'll watch it. If not, then you don't have to like, you know what I mean? But you will probably miss out on a bit of storytelling that you may want to, you know, and again, the way that we get information now, it's so much easier for people to just watch a, a synopsis of what happened in a TV show. You don't want to watch. Right. So, I'll, yeah, uh, real quick. Um, yeah. So quantum mania is the kickoff of phase five so this yeah. is the end of phase four yeah. um i also wanted to say with the time that i was off and everything i completely understand now and i want to apologize because i'm pretty sure in the past debriefs where i'm like you guys need to hop on these shows like hop on the bus you know people are like i'm overwhelmed i was like you just need to get on you need to figure it out and I felt a little bit behind and man i just felt like it was show after show well, after show was coming out i was like I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> October, I, yeah. like that, that, that September, that end of September, October was literally like, if you were a fan of just pop culture, like, you know, like stuff you were watching at least five or six shows, like, Dude, and that's not even would... clowning like the animes like that. Cause like I, I was doing the, you know, Andor, we were doing uh She-Hulk, we did uh Lord of the Rings. We did House of the Dragon, and then not that, like, on top of that, like, all of the other content that came out, like, as far as, like, anime, because, like, Chainsaw Man's already on, like, episode four, like, so there's just, like, a bunch of stuff. My family started back up. Yeah, My, my Hero, my started, hero back started back up. Like, it was a bunch of stuff, and I mean, yeah. you can't complain, you know, like, it's, this is what we want. Like, you, you can't complain yeah. and say you don't have anything to watch, because that is not true. There's it's just so tough, much to because, watch. you know, I've been playing um 
more and more video games and it mm -hmm. sucks. Like, I, I mean, it doesn't suck. I've been playing a game called Eastward that I got into. Um, very good game. I highly recommend it if everybody likes like that 8-bit style. Um, but uh, yeah, like Black Magic said, it's it's been an overwhelming few months. It has. Um, I've had to tell myself like today uh, I got I'm falling back into the Call of Duty kid that I was when I started YouTube, where I was just like, if I take a day off of multiplayer, I'm behind. And um, today was that day where I was just like, I'm, I'm not playing this. And I sat down, watched TV and enjoyed myself. Um, same thing with God of War. Like, I'm not letting these multiplayer games kind of yeah. hold me there. I'm just going to play for fun and then go back to my single player stuff and go on my own journey. Um, but with the content, like, dude, like, you know, I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. You guys can see the freaking the Legos above me. I have um, which I'll pull down in a little bit to show you because this is actually my favorite piece. Um, it's like a Lego Call of Duty scene or not Call of Duty Lego Star Wars scene. And um, I got the black saber sitting up there, uh, the dark saber. And I haven't finished uh, Obi-Wan. I'm two episodes away from Obi-Wan. Like it just started like things just and it how it started off with was like, I'll come. Yeah, shame. Um, it's like, OK, I'll watch it. And I'm like, I'll, I'll watch it this weekend. And then am I and then that weekend turns into months. And I'm like, we're this next Star Wars show is about to come out already. And I'm like, I need to go back and watch all this other stuff before Listen, it comes out. This is why <laughs> I watch them as soon as they drop, because yeah. like. And I tell people this all the time. People are like, oh, that's crazy. Like binging shows now is for me, I don't prefer binging shows. I've always been a fan of weekly because it gives you time to digest. It also gives you a set time to have your schedule. So like, I don't have to worry about watching 12 hours. Like if you didn't watch, like for instance, like you're in this scenario right now, like if you didn't watch House of the Dragon, you now have to watch 10 hours of content. Like, you know what I mean? Opposed to watching one hour of content 10 times. Like, you know yep. what I mean? Same thing with how, um, with rings of power, like, and those are full hour episodes. So like that's eight hours right there, like eight full hours. And then the thing is because it's like, because you have the access to it, you're going to be like, Oh, let me watch one more episode. And then that one episode becomes two hours. And then like, you know what I mean? Because there's so much like content to them, like Andor, those are like 45 to like 50 minute episodes. So like, and they're just going to be 12 episodes. So I prefer to watch it as soon as they come out, because not only do I don't want people spoiling it for me, but also like, it just gives me time to like, okay, I watched it. Like now I can like, you know, like really like enjoy, like enjoy what I watched. And then even watch it again sometimes and then then do like, a, you know, then do the review on it and stuff like that, because I don't and I like to have that in between time because then you get to talk about it with people like you get better like, oh, what do you think is going to happen this episode? Or what do you think is going to happen next episode? Like, I think it overall gives you a better experience of TV when you watch it weekly. People just like to have the access to watch everything else. And but binging is probably the worst because like you forget things like you forget like everything feels like one long story and you don't even like you don't get to enjoy the cliffhangers of an episode right like you don't get to be like oh that ended on a cliffhanger and then talk about it with everyone you kind of just go oh that happened and then you just watch the whole season and then you just remember the end of the cliffhanger like the last thing that happened so yeah um also, Black Magic says, I've never been a fan of Weekly till this past few months. Mm -hmm. Bleach, my oh, I forgot about Bleach. Bleach my hero, too. Chainsaw Man, One Piece plus movie. my law, my law and order, and all the Star Wars yep. and Marvel stuff is nuts. Yep. It's uh, it's definitely given me like this is going to turn into like a, a, a what is it called? Uh, venting episode. Um, it's definitely given me something of um, I need to be so. Alan is definitely the um. Uh, I guess you could say Sorcerer Supreme of like how he navigates through these shows and is able to keep up with with everything, including gaming and all this other stuff. Um, and I felt like it did get to a point for me for 
the debriefs where I was like, okay, I'm watching this as like, and it's starting to feel like a chore and I don't like that. And then it shies me away from watching the TV show. Cause I'm like, I don't feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's going to turn into like, okay, I'm going to have to really think about like, okay, this is what I enjoy right now. And this is what we're going to, and I have to go through this. So um, just trying to navigate through that because there is an overload. Yeah. I like and, I said, um, you just have to set, but the reason why I'm able to, it's just setting a time for when you're going to watch the show. Like, yeah. But also, it, also our schedules are too, yeah, are, are really completely different. different. Too, and, and, and you have more control over what's going on with you. Whereas I have a yeah. mouse controlling on what exactly. I'm going to do. Well, that's so. <laughs> and, so. But like I said, for me, I just, even when I was working, you know, entertainment also, it's just, finding the time where you're going to watch these shows or like, uh, how are you going to watch the show? Like, you know what I mean? Like at, at what point in time do you plan on watching this show? Like, you know what I mean? So it is what it yeah. is. I mean, but I mean, I'm not missing them because that's just what I love. I love. Yeah, exactly. Content, I'm getting, so I'm, I'm getting like, back into the swing of things. And also Cora has helped me out too, yeah. because she used to just not like, the thing is, is like, I want to lay in bed and watch TV and she doesn't know how to sit still, but now she's finally like, okay, I'll chill out. For a bit and get a few episodes in. Also, Black Magic said, "Wait, did he say One Piece movie? Is that a thing?" Yeah, they're making. Uh, you man, didn't know about you, the One Piece you, movie, One Piece Red. Yeah, you need you need to go back into Google because I <laughs> I already they already have stuff out. Yeah, uh, I collect as you guys know, or some of you guys know, I collect vinyls, uh, gaming vinyls, and some anime ones. I'm still waiting. There's a there's a Spy Family vinyl coming out that mm -hmm. they announced at the beginning of this year before the show. They're like, hey, this is happening. The music's great, and we're making a vinyl. We got the rights to make a vinyl. I'm like, cool. So I'm waiting. Uh, but also, they're like, hey, while you're waiting for this thing, uh, the One Piece movie vinyl is going to come out in a couple months, too. So you can go ahead and pre-order it. And I was like, okay. Well, they're ready. I mean, they're that's how you do it. You got to drop those cons. Like, you exactly. got to. The anime movies are just becoming one of those things where people are, like, enjoying. Especially, like I said, I think it works the best when you're adding to the story because then you kind of forcing people like you're forcing people who want to go watch it right like so i wouldn't even consider it being forced because you're either going to watch it at home like you're going to wait for it or you're going to go out to the movie to to watch it but it helps the animes because when they get that box office numbers right like and they get that box office money like that helps them with their animation and mm -hmm. their time so like even though you might not want it to be like some people don't want like, oh, I don't want it to have to be like I have to force to go watch it. But like this is a better way of supporting your the content you watch, because really you don't like a lot of people don't buy merch. Right. If you're not buying merch or if you're not buying the DVDs and Blu-rays and things like that, like they they only make the money based off of whatever contract or it is. Some of them have contracts where they do make more money based off of sales and stuff like that. So going out, and this is what Netflix is having an issue with, which we'll get into because that's actually one of the stories I want to talk about, like Netflix. But Netflix, one of their issues is, and you'll notice like why Netflix is adding ads and things like that is because what's happening is they're paying too much money to keep these contents up. And what they're not getting is revenue back because your subscription you're 15 bucks, like 20 bucks or whatever it is, like that is not enough to support as much money as Netflix spends. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because Netflix is spending a ton of money. So Netflix and is canceling way too much too. Well, right? yeah, because they're, they're canceling because the, they're making like they're, not, they're, yeah, they're yeah. not making a return investment. So like Netflix would do like that's why Netflix, as you can see, they're trying to start that market of marketing properly and trying to get their movies inside of like AMC theaters. As you can see, that's why, um, even though they're, this is, it's a, a good start, but this is an awful deal. But basically that's why, um, what's the movie coming out? Uh, gosh, Knives Out, the second one is going to be in movie theaters for the first week, like for the, for, for Thanksgiving weekend, it's going to be there so they can make some uh, of that money back. I, just thought I was confused. I was like, yeah. I just got the thing and I was like, it's going to be on Netflix. And I was like, yeah. oh, wait, this is a Netflix movie? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to be on Netflix, but they're releasing it first in the theaters. But the thing is, they're only doing it for a week, which is stupid because it's not like 
especially even the first Knives Out is kind of a word of mouth movie. And by the mm -hmm. time you tell people that they're going to be able to watch it at home and like you, yeah, you would have made some money, but if you would have kept it in there for a month, you would have made a lot more money. So I don't, Netflix is trying to do, that's why they're going to the ad things so that they can make some money off ads. And a lot of people, $7.99 don't mind watching ads, right? Especially if they do it correctly with the with the ads for movies in the beginning and the end, it won't be a big deal because a lot of people will be like, okay, I'm cool with that. So um, $7.99 is not a bad price for, I mean, some people are going to complain and some people are going to pay the $20. So it is, um, it's a nice thing to add for any streaming service because again, yes, we're consumers. We want it to be the cheapest and get the best value, but realistically in a business standpoint, that doesn't work. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Uh, going back on the anime thing, who do you think started the whole, the movie craze that like, okay, so there's always been anime movies, yeah. right? But not all of them pertain to the story. A lot of them were like one-offs, like, hey, uh, I know Naruto did one uh, that doesn't pertain to the story. It's just like, hey, we're going on this long mission. And they go out. Um, so who started it? And then also I wanted to say whenever you were going on like, oh, you know, it's great that they're they're doing these anime movies that are progressive story. It's great unless you're doing it like Dragon Ball. Love you, Dragon Ball. But don't like they got to stop with, hey, we're putting out this movie. But also whenever the new season starts, we're going to break up the movie into 50 episodes. And that's going to be your first 50. And, well, if you, yeah. and also... In between those, we're going to add like maybe one or two episodes that uh, were not in the movie. So you definitely have to watch. And it's like, uh, yeah, well, OK, I, mean, I got a lot to say about Dragon Ball. But yeah, I'm I know you do. Start. But I'm just saying, as but, like, um, I'm <laughs> the people I, I want to say I because I knew this answer, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. But I want to say one of the Dragon Ball movies definitely progressed the story. But I think the person who made it like repopular was demon slayer yeah, like, that, well, they, they came out at the right yeah, yeah the right time that set everything yeah. off well yeah. mugen uh, train right. was 100 uh like you know advancement of the story i think one yeah. piece is first i want to say because it's all a blur with one piece because there's so many episodes but i want to say one of their movies also progressed the story um but like like i said the most notable one was you know, was Dame, was Demon Slayer. And then what you call it just did a really good one. Jujutsu Kaisen did something that it didn't, they did it smart because they did basically a prequel, um, but it does kind of set you up for season two. Like, so it's gotcha. a continuation, which um, yeah, it's like I said, it's good for them to do it that way. Uh, I th Like I said, I think Demon Slayer and does it the best because they do their episode, like they do it. And then they do give you that time frame when they're like, Oh, just remember the first, like, you know, four episodes is going to be the movie and then you'll get your season two. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, uh, cool. oh yeah, they did the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. they did yeah, that. but they yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah, it like 50 episodes. They did like, yeah, yeah. and they, they let four, you know, they, <laughs> and they, yeah, they, yeah. they were like very transparent about it. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like I said, for them, it's a good way to get people to go out to the movies. Um, people pay to see those and then, you know, you buy your merch and things like that. So. I think it's a good way for people to, and it's fun watching anime with people like in the theaters, like, you know what I mean? With people having reactions with you and stuff like that. It's a nice way to watch anime. I, per, I prefer it. Um, if they just, you know, have that one-off story. I mean, I've watched, uh, my hero in, in theaters. So, which the animation just looks so good on the big screen. Yeah, that like, first movie was, I know that first movie was, yeah. um, was just that that's the thing though is like whenever it comes to those movies yeah well i thought the second one was actually story driven it was a little story driven but it yeah, wasn't I didn't. yeah because he okay yeah. um but that first one yeah that first one was like i just don't like whenever they make the movies and it feels like it progresses the story and then they go back to the show yeah. and it acts like, they, like they it never, never happened. happened and it's just like listen man you just fought yeah this dude like and he's doing the same moves are you yeah. sure you don't remember yeah, no, anything no, no. nothing you don't remember <laughs> right. that move you did at the end of the last movie where you were like a uh, god no okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so i guess fever dream yeah. but yeah so i mean it is what it is but um speaking of netflix and stuff um and tv shows and animated stuff gears yeah. of war netflix has just announced that they're taking charge of the gears of war movie and they're going Ooh. to be releasing an animated series that's also in the works. Now, 
That's one thing I will give Netflix a lot of credit for. Their animated shows have been fantastic because Cyberpunk literally, literally reboosted that game. Like the Cyberpunk TV show, if you guys, the anime, if you haven't watched it, literally gave that show, that game. Everybody, it was all over my TikTok. Everybody was like, Everybody's like, oh, I found so-and-so's gun from yeah. the Edge from the show. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Edge I was Runner like, wow. literally set the it it re, it saved Cyberpunk in like in a sense where like there was a mil like when when Edge Runner came out, Edge Runner, there was literally a million players a day on Steam playing Cyberpunk again. And if you haven't played Cyberpunk since the Edge Runner update. Go now play is Cyberpunk. the time. Yeah, like, now is the time. <laughs> it is good. really good now. Like it's a, re- <laughs> it's the game that every that they promised. It's the game that everyone wanted. Yes, it mm-hmm. has a few bugs, but like I said, if it's your first time playing, like you are going to thoroughly enjoy that game right now. And if it's not your first time playing, if you remember the disaster that game was, you're going to thoroughly enjoy playing it now <laughs> because it's a lot smoother. It's a lot pop- more populated. The game is a lot more enjoyable. So Edge imagine Runner, being in that studio, man. Like, what was it? When did that game officially come out? Like, two. It's been two years. Yeah, it's like came out two around years. when the systems all dropped. Yeah. So, yeah. And they stuck with it. They stuck with it, and they're like, "We need to fix this." And well, then they, they fixed to. it. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. So they get it fixed, and they're like, "This is the fix. It's mm-hmm. good." And then, and then there was like, "Okay, but well, you kind of burned us. Nobody wants to play it." Yeah. And then you get the show. Yeah, and then the, the show. show brings everybody back and you're like, okay. Yeah. So they, they, I, cause I remember we talked about this in the show previously that it was like, we thought it was going to be like, um, uh, what's that game? What's the other game? The space game called oh, uh, no, no man's sky. sky, no man's sky, but no man's sky doesn't have that kind of thing. They had yeah. to keep updating it a yeah. lot and then put expansions in and everything like that. And so where, you know, other streamers and stuff like that, they were, hoping that after a amount of time that they were going to get pe- that audience back. And they d- eventually did. But, and I'm sure CD Projekt Red was on that track, but this just like fully just booted yeah. them up to the front of the line. And and it was, it's well, like I said, crazy turnaround. Was, we kind of had this conversation in our, in the group chat. Um, but this is what I was saying when I was talking about it. And I didn't like, you don't get to elaborate as much on words yeah, like yeah. you can when you're speaking, but what it did was like basically that when they were just like you know when that rumor came out where they were just like oh um we don't like this is going to be the last one and i was like i don't like that's not the wording that they used because once that this came out and it's as good as it is now now what they're doing is smart because now you don't have to set yourself up for failure right like now you can take this momentum wave and like people are going to play the expansion if the expansion's really good what people are going to do is they're going to be like, I want to play more cyberpunk. And I really genuinely believe that that team is still working on all of the releases that they initially promised us, like all the DLC and stuff like that. They're just not saying anything. And I think it's a great move. Like, don't say anything because don't show you, all your cards. Yeah, man. because just the thing on. is, you don't <laughs> need to, because yeah. what gets a lot of people is, again, I always say this is expectation. People expect things and when you fill that expectation for people like they're naturally going to think like okay this is the best thing i'm going to play and i'm going to get five expansions of this game right and realistically your money may not work that way like your company may want to move on and you can't just be like i'm going to release five expansions if you just wait and then you know you don't even give people a time frame now you're generating more buzz right because more people are going to be like I want to play another cyberpunk game or I want to play another DLC for cyberpunk and oh, I haven't heard no words from it. So then when that rumor or that, you know, that screenshot or that leak starts, people start talking about it. And that's just the new generation of like media that we're in. Like you need people to be engaging into the things that you're doing so that people can buy it. You know what I mean? So if they use that to their advantage and I really hope that the expansion is good, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I always trusted CD Project Red. I understood that that wasn't mostly on them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it really wasn't. Like, and a lot of people, you know, there's people who are backing those projects, especially when you look at things like from a business standpoint, where people are backing projects and they expect certain things. 
and they don't know what they're talking about. And this is what happened with Warner Brothers. This is why if you guys are following like all the Warner Brother news and Zasloff, like just him basically kicking people out of them not knowing what these movies or these TV shows mean to people and actually how much they can generate. If you look yep. at a year ago of what the Warner Brothers were just trying to release as many things as possible. Now Zaslav is like, I don't care about any of your other crap, okay? I want Superman, okay? I want Harry Potter. I want House of the Dragon. I want Blade Runner. These are the things that people care about. These are the things we need to work on because those are the things people are going to buy. So like, mm -hmm. that's what, you know, we need in gaming, right? Like we need people to, it's okay if your game doesn't come out every year, right? Like look at Call of Duty. They took some time off and a lot of people have been responding well to Modern Warfare 2, even though there is a new story that I'm going to talk about where they just talked about they're going to release the next full premium one in 2023 because showing that they have not learned from what they were talking about. Yeah, they. Ju I just read it. So like there's going to be 2024. No, or no, says, no. Says yeah, 2023. Yeah, 20, <laughs> so they, they haven't learned from what they just, you know, benefited from. But, you know, that's the thing. So for Cyberpunk, I feel like it's going to be a smart move. They got their fans back. They got people back enjoying the game. And um, that's what's so cool about it. And I hope that that does the same for Gears because Gears is one of my favorite gaming franchises. And um, I mean, and it, it works for a movie. Like, there's no way that Gears doesn't work as a movie. Like, you could take literally the whole um, first game, just make it, just put some actors in there. You could tell the same story. You can have them do the same action scenes. I don't care. I'll watch it again because <laughs> that came. Oh my God, dude. Because I've only, I only played the first, I, I, I remember the first one the most because mm -hmm. um, the, what is it called? The Krill? Yeah, the Krill. The Bro, the dark, yeah. that it's that yeah. sticks with me forever. I, that's that scene. Yeah, if they could do that scene, they, in the but movie, they can. Though, that's you it. Know? Like, yeah, exactly. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I, I think it's cool that all these, um, companies. I mean, like we're kind of pulling away from, except for Paramount and Halo. Um, uh, <laughs> we're we're but the video game, TV shows aren't bad yeah. like they're starting to get to that point where it's like okay we're picking up speed you guys are following the story excluding halo i'm gonna keep saying that yeah um but like uh what was it arcane fantastic mm -hmm. didn't follow well, the game but it was it was its that, own story but yeah. the, the there's not really it's lord of yeah what's that Go ahead. i said it's smart what they did with arcane because arcane yeah. uh league is not really a, a story-based game and the only thing that you really have from league is the lore like you can read the lore and you don't have to you know you can do that whatever you want like it doesn't have to vary from what your what your the lore is of those characters all right so like you can have vi well spoiler alerts like you can have vi and jinx be you know who they were uh in the show like you know what i mean they, their relationship doesn't have to change you can also keep all of the rivalries that are in the lore so that way you don't you know you're not varying too much and again, mm. the thing is what I what I don't like about a lot of like adaptations, and this is what they are, right? They are adaptations um, of, you know, things that we like, right? Uh, and we feel like, I just feel like a majority of these stories that they try to adapt don't need to be changed. Like, and this is what worries me about Last of Us, because I feel to me that a perfect story was already told, right? Like, the story for me, you can't get better than what you already showed me in Last of Us. Like, I'm still going to watch. You could literally make the same show like a live action and I'll watch it. And obviously you would have your directive creative control on the game parts that we played. But the game itself and the story shouldn't need much changing. Like, you know, what I mean, there shouldn't the story is already there. You're just opening it up to a wider audience. So for me. I don't feel like you can you can go a little bit before Last of Us, like before everything happens and then kind of tell that story, but it doesn't require much changing. So I think a lot of the gaming developers, I mean, the movie, they don't understand that people will just come watch it anyway. And that fan base is already going to show up. 
and like you just need to you know obviously it does take some skill to make it work for television but again you're already telling a story that that works you just need people who care about the content and that's why we're having the issue with witcher with the henry cavill departure is because and like even though like he's leaving and he's going to be busy people didn't care about like even the producers like the main producer is saying like oh people on this table like in this writing room they don't care about the original content and like people are like yeah, i'm not having you write stuff about a witcher tv show if you don't like the books that makes no sense like if you don't like the books and the games then what what are you doing you like you're just a writer like you know what i mean yeah. you're just writing to you don't have that connection right and that's what you need in in order to tell like a story that's going to impact like you have to have a passion for it like i can't just come out here and be like okay i unless that's what you're applying for right like oh i'm a writer and like i want to write things that like are generic or like don't have anything like tied to them but like if i'm netflix i want people who care about this content because we see when people care about it arcane what happens like it's it's handled with a different care people will they know what the fans are thinking they're connected with that fan base and that's what henry cavill is to us because he's one of us <laughs> you know what i mean so like he's like oh if you don't care about the things that made me care about this role why would I continue to do this if you guys are going to very like go way off of what the books are? And that's what happened in season two. And a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people didn't read the books. So they're just like, oh, season two was fine. But it's like, if you read the books, there's you're not going to like season two. Like mm. a majority of people are not going to like season two. Like if you read the books, because it's it's very different from the source content. So and again, it does depend, though, because there's things that people do i think things do need to be changed from books because our brains just work a different way from when we're reading something and what we imagine things as and for a tv show but also don't do the tv show if you can't produce what the books can right like you have to be able to give people that imagination and i think it's it's hard for people to for creators to who want to be like oh i want to make it my own well, then go make something else. Don't take, <laughs> you know what I mean, content that was already made. And that's just. Do you, is there a movie? Um, I just had this conversation. You're going to ask, is there a book that's, I mean, is there a movie that's better than the books? Is that what you're going to ask? No, I was going to uh, ask. I mean, that's a good question, actually. I, I want to know the answer to that one. But also, is there a game that you want to see become a movie? I feel like we've asked this question many times. I think we said Bioshock and Bioshock, Bioshock is being would made be fire in and, and Amazon has it. Yes. Bioshock it's would be Amazon. a great. Um, I think Bioshock would it'd be perfect because there's not there's enough lore that we don't know mm -hmm. in that game that you can add. Right. Because when you really think about it, what we know, a majority of what for the things that we played Bioshock for was the like the actual gameplay right like we're shooting around like the big daddies and things like that like you know saving the little sisters or or choosing not to save them but like be, but the game itself is so open enough to where like you don't have to necessarily do one or the other right like he can maybe be like fighting a big daddy and because of that he needs to you know he needs to harness the power in order to take that big daddy out but that doesn't mm. mean he necessarily doesn't want to save them. Like, but in this particular situation or that episode or that movie scene, he had to do it. Right. So you kind of get that, like that, uh, that feel for the character and being in that, in that position. So, you know, it doesn't have to be as linear when you have a TV show, especially cause we don't have that much lore. Like we know what happened to Rapture, but we didn't see it. Right. Like we yeah, didn't know, exactly. like, you know what I mean? Like we, we know that everyone got like, you know, was off of all like all of the things that they were taking but we didn't know like we haven't seen that disintegration and stuff like that so there's so much you can add to like a bioshock show um but i mean you you can make any make great storied game can be made into a movie or a tv show it's just whether how much are you going to change of it like i'd like hbo max to do dead space dead space is another good one because that's again <laughs> that's another one that could be well directed right like yeah you there's not that much of the story that like 
we know and you can change i would want it to end like the basically in my head i would want it to end with isaac showing up like yeah. getting the message like i want to know from the beginning of like that first crew that went out and saw what was going on and, yeah. and what that's what i'm saying them. so you can do things it's just whether you you got to keep it enough of the source material where those original fans don't get mad right so yeah. like resident evil did a bad job at that right like their <laughs> netflix show like it's just like and they've and it's not just a netflix show it's the movies also like mm -hmm. resident evil never did a good job at capturing but that's because that game is a story driven game right yeah. like resident evil one you're in the mansion for a reason they're wesker like you don't like what like wesker you don't like wesker for a reason like you know what i mean like there's reasons behind it even though you're playing a game that's about puzzles and stuff like that but you know like what the story is about and if you don't get those story elements people are going to be like what what am i watching like i don't care about the t-virus like i care about the characters that i mm -hmm. met in the game <laughs> like you know what i mean so that's why silent hill the movie works even though it doesn't follow like the story directly but it did all of those good things that the game did right like so it you feel that eeriness you feel like that haunting areas and like you know pyramid head and all that stuff they made all that stuff work but again that was more for the hardcore fans so you have to kind of balance it out and it's hard to balance it out if you don't know about the source material or care about it enough uh and also we didn't get to talk uh, i know this episode's a lot about movies but there's a lot we got to catch up on yeah. um i don't we haven't got to talk about the mario trailer i know you don't watch trailers but did you watch that one at I all i did not watch the trailer so you didn't have any interest pictures, in like hearing the no 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 i don't listen again like i said we had this conversation already and i i just you know i don't like i get why they did it i just feel like for me it doesn't make any sense to not cast the voice of mario <laughs> because regardless regardless of what you anyone says even if he didn't do that voice okay if he didn't even do the voice that we know as like you know as kids are growing up or whatever he is a voice actor who can adapt his voice like he could have given mario still the similarities of his voice and make it more conversational like he is a voice act like that is what he does so like to tell me to that we hired chris pratt to do a voice of mario that was going to be different anyway instead of asking the voice of mario to just do a different voice makes no sense to me like the I know why they did it because they want people to be like, oh, Chris Pratt. And then like, I'm going to go watch it. Like, but you don't need to do that. It's Mario. Yeah, <laughs> true. Like, it's, it's a big enough. It's Not a like, big and, enough and nobody, every, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who, you know, red overalls and a hat are, you know? Like, you know what so. I mean? Like, there's no, like, Chris, for me, Chris Pratt is not, and I'm not going to say he's not drawing people in because there's going to be, a group of people who are like oh chris pratt like who are just chris pratt friends right but i don't think that number is significant enough to where it's going to be like oh i'm not going to watch this because it's mario like you know what i mean like it's not one of those things it's just i don't know i feel like it doesn't make too much sense to me but i i saw the stills i think it looks the stills look great it looks it, it look watching great. the trailer i'm excited for the film it yeah. looks fantastic yeah it and looks fantastic. And a voice is not going to bug me that bad of where I'm like, this yeah. is awful. Like, he's just going to, he, he'll talk. I'll, I'll probably be, if anything, if I don't like the voice, um, it's not gonna I'll be probably, that it'll probably be like five minutes of yeah. like, this is annoying. And then I get used to it. And then I'm well, like, yeah, all right. The I'm, voice the also movie. shouldn't deter from what the movie is going to be. Like, exactly. If the movie yeah. is a good movie, it's going to be a good movie. I mean, they didn't use the voice of Sonic. Like, you know what I mean? But those are still good movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one, um, you know, they didn't use his voice or any of the past voices of Sonic and that those movies were just fine because the story mattered. Like, you know what I mean? So I think, um, yeah, I'm, 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 of course, you know, I'm going to watch it. Like there's no, it's not like I'm not going to watch the Mario movie, but. Yeah, my son's, uh, Black Magic said, my son sleeps with a Mario doll and he saw the trailer and said, that's not Mario. FYI, he was four. See? <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like we could have gone in a direction where you could have used Mario in a, like, and Mario doesn't necessarily have to talk. That's another thing that a lot of, like, is not being brought up. Like, 
Mario can just say his lines. Like mm -hmm. he doesn't ever have to be in a conversational scenario. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just a lot of that stuff where people think that you have to humanize people with speaking. We already are past that. Like there's a lot of movies that people are just like speaking other languages or, you know, not speaking at all where they're still like, I mean, we played a whole Grand Theft Auto game without a character speaking like <laughs> are the, our character speaking at all in Grand Theft Auto three. So like he didn't speak a word and we played that game for hours. <laughs> yeah. So with the whole story and everything. So, I mean, I don't, and there's plenty of games that, you know, I mean, movies also that can work silently. I think it's, I think it's lazy when people feel like you have to have him speak in a movie to make it good. Does it help? Yes. Do you need it? I don't think so. I think you could try to direction the movie to be better and then have him do his famous lines and then, you know, and just have it like that. But they're going for a comedy movie, right? So um, I get why they want him to speak. But again, I just, you can't convince me that a voice actor can't give us a good voice that you're planning on changing anyway, when the man's been literally doing voices his whole life. So, but apparently he's in the movie from what I heard. So who knows? All right. You know, who knows? Yeah. The only thing that really gets me mad is the creative control and the creative differences like uh, Netflix had with, you know, Avatar. Avatar, because I don't understand it. You, it, it doesn't make sense. You is that show still happening? Yes. There, there, there are like full casting and all that, but you can't have creative differences with the creators. I'm sorry. I don't care. What, <laughs> I don't care who you are. No, <laughs> like that's just, no, you just can't have it. You're like, well, yeah, Aang's going to do this. You're wrong. <laughs> what? <Huh? laughs> Huh? You don't know anything about that. I made this character, sir. Like, so that that to me is what I'll never understand it. But I hope Netflix does a good job with that because yeah, I do love I do love Avatar. We we all know. So, but yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I'm excited for this Gear show though. I think it's going to. I think Netflix is going to take good care of it. I hope. Um, and that's one of those things where you know, it is good that me is going to be a little bit difficult with the voice whoever gets casted as marcus because marcus's voice is very prominent to that series for me like marcus's voice is pretty it's 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 up there with Didn't they use the guy? Voice. i thought they i don't they know who look like i thought they did i thought they did the the no, but you know who does the you know who does the voice of marcus phoenix right no he's the same guy who does the voice of bender and jake the dog Oh yeah, he can't. Do yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could do him. They could, they could have him in the. Um, they could have him in the animated show, though. But again, yeah, they, you, yeah, they could. You don't also have to center the story around Marcus, and I think that's another thing that what like talking about that whole rant that I just did. But that's another thing. Like, you don't have to do the same characters. Like, it could be in a whole other section of the gears franchise right and you can have a whole other set of cogs and then run into marcus or have marcus on the comms right like marcus telling them what to do and then it could just be his voice like you know what i mean like you don't necessarily need to have marcus so i don't know i feel like and then if you want to know marcus's voice or what marcus's team did then you go play the game like that's yeah. that's what i would do but I mean, they. Don't, I don't know why they don't feel like that would work, but I feel like if I'm watching a movie and it's like a whole other section and then people are like, oh, I want to know what Marcus was doing. Well, we have five games you can now play. Like, you know what I mean? That tells you exactly what he did. So it is what it is. It is what it is. So what else? Um, I know we went into a, a major movie rant and stuff. Oh, Call of Duty. So yes, <laughs> we were... <laughs> So Chris is gonna love this one. I got oh, this God. one, you know, because as long as it ain't, as long as I don't see another fucking wooden gun. What do you mean? You don't like that? You know no. what I mean? If I, 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 I swear to God, if they're like, yeah, World War Two, I'll quit Call of Duty right now today. Would you? I'm not playing Modern Warfare. Why not? <laughs> I know they talked about Advanced Warfare, which was a favorite of mine. I mean, I know people hate that opinion. I get, well, I Chase, get flamed for it, but 
my chase likes uh modern war he likes uh i i like because i liked how fast the movements were i liked dashing and 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 you know like i liked being able to run into a room oh crap there's somebody there push like boost back or to the side or jump up or i can stomp on somebody like Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun it was just a fun arcadey like call of duty yeah so for this story this is uh from the verge this is written by jay peters Uh, this is according to like bloomberg and stuff like that so this uh it goes according to bloomberg activision blizzard was going to delay the 2023 release following the poor response to 2021's call of duty vanguard which failed to meet the company's projections and bloomberg had said in january that the company was considering a change in the annual releases at this at the time activision blizzard appeared to disrupt uh dispute the reports though it didn't outright confirm that they were going to that there would be a 2023 game this is what they said in their past statement they said we have an exciting slate of premium and free-to-play call of duty experiences for this year next year and beyond activision spokesperson neil wood said in a statement in february reports of anything otherwise are incorrect we look forward to sharing more details when the time is right and then they later on said because uh warzone comes out soon right does it come out uh, next next week next week so warzone comes out next with, week with um uh uh dmz DMZ. coming out it, like shortly i i don't know if it comes out with warzone or mm-hmm. it comes out afterwards but dmz is the the tarkov yeah so then they said um, i know yeah. that they and and then it says an activision had expanded the franchise in recent years beyond just annual premium releases with things like call of duty mobile the warzone battle royal which is uh going to release a 2.0 later this month and upcoming mobile re- warzone release in 2023 so it says activision is looking forward to building on its current momentum in 2023 with the plans of next year including the most robust Call of Duty live operation to date. The next full premium release in the Blockbuster annual series and even more engaging free-to-play experiences across platforms. So that was what they're running with and that's why they're saying that another Call of Duty is coming out. So I was going to ask, Chris, you kind of answered this, but why would you want Advanced Warfare to be the next one? Um, I think people miss the like okay so the jetpack period right what got annoying they started overdoing it advanced warfare was a cool tape that's whenever i really really got into like competitive call of duty i felt like i was really good at that game um and uh i just liked it was just something new it was a different movement futuristic guns you freaking had laser beams for guns and stuff like that it was fun um uh, from what I'm getting from this, though, is that, yes, we might get uh, I don't know for sure. I I don't think we'll get a brand new like Call of Duty game. I think what they're going to do is because um, everything I've seen about Advanced Warfare is like 2024, 2025 is when they want to do that. Um, it, that's that's the rumors. I think what they're saying is like for next year, um, they're going to drop a huge expansion on this on Modern Warfare 2. And that's going to be the next part of the story because they said the story is not done. So the campaign that we have, I think we're going to get a whole nother campaign on top of it and build up on, on this modern warfare. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, Because right now, uh, one of the bigger complaints is, you know, I'm level 55 and you used to play call of duty. When you hit level 55, you used to prestige, Prestige. you get your prestige token and you keep going and you try to get master prestige. There is no prestiging. You hit level 55. That's it. We're at the cap and the game's only been out, what, two weeks, a week. Mm-hmm. I'm already done. And now people are grinding camos. Yeah. So I'm trying to get my gold guns. Right. And the way they did it this year to try to, to try to make it longer, you used to get all your guns gold. Right. As soon as you got all your assault rifles gold, you would get, you would unlock diamond for all your assault rifles. Yeah. The way you have to do it now is you get gold. Right. After you get gold, you get platinum. Then to get Onyx, you have to redo um, all the assault rifles with a different set of uh, different set of challenges. Yeah, to get Onyx, and then uh, if you collect all, if you collect, if you get Onyx on all the uh, all the all your guns, all the guns that are in the game, pistols, all that, 
Um, then you get a mastery camo thing, and that lets you take camos from other guns and put them on whatever gun you want. Yeah. So that, but that's going to take a while. So that's what they think. But there's people already unlocking Onyx. Well, yeah, I mean, so there's people who, that's the only game they play too. So that's exactly. But so it's gonna, it's gonna, they have to add more, and that's what's gonna happen. Even the pros too, um, going into competitive, they're not gonna play the same. They can't play the same maps for two years. They have to add more maps. So hopefully, eventually, they, you know, I think they're just gonna be. They drop a Call of Duty. They they give us a campaign, a good enough campaign, and then that second year they just drop a whole nother campaign to add to the story with more maps and stuff like that. And then after that year, we get the next Call of Duty. Yeah. So I think I think you got a good point there. I think a smart thing to do would be their next premium is to be the continuation of this game. Yeah. Just because like you've already worked on the game, right? Like and all, any of the game's flaws and stuff like that, it wouldn't like it's not going to matter as much because you you can fix them do, through time. But I, I don't know. When they say f- like full premium, it makes you believe that it's going to be another like style of game. I think the best move would be just continuing on the Modern Warfare train if that's what you are considering a premium. Uh, I wouldn't. I think they should do like we've talked about two years every game. I think even three years. Like, you know what I mean? Just to give it some time, but it also gives time for the game that you're currently playing. Like, multiplayer games don't need to come out every year. Like, I know that they fell in love with that model, and that was mostly because we just continue to keep buying them, like, every year. But that model, in this day and age, you don't need it anymore. Because we've seen games that make have a full life after their release, right? Like, as far as money-wise, like... You've got free-to-play games. Again, we've got League of Legends, a perfect example. You've got Apex, right? You've got all these games that have still a life, and they're not releasing a new game. Like, they're just changing the game that they already have. And I feel like with Warzone, that you can make all of that money, right? Like, you can make what your yearly revenue... I know, like, it's nice to have that initial sales, but once those sales go down, like, you're wanting to get the game into as many hands as possible, which... I feel like you're doing, you're just doing it in a more long-term goal if you give the game like a three to four year time span, right? Instead of going, I'm going to drop this game because like, for instance, ain't nobody spending no money on Vanguard no more or what you call it, Cold War. Like, you know what I mean? So like you just wipe those games out, right? And then anytime you release like these games that, um, you know, you keep doing that, then you're, you're, you're just getting that initial sale, but you're not getting the maximum profit that you would be getting from like Warzone. Because Warzone is what you would consider them getting their max profit because of the skins, because of all the things that people bought for that game. So I don't know. I feel like they should be careful, um, especially because they've gotten a lot of good reception from Modern Warfare 2 and the Modern Warfare. Just be careful. Don't do anything stupid by like releasing, like you said, a game in World War (laughs) 2. Like just just don't be (laughs) dumb. Just just be smart with this just take your time there's no need to rush you're going to make money and activision you're getting bit bought by microsoft anyway so don't do too many things anyway that they're probably going to not want you to do anyway like you know yeah. what i mean it's kind of like what i was talking about with warner brothers right like trying to release all this stuff discovery bought them and discovery was just like throw all of that out of the window like batgirl go away like all of that stuff just go away because we're trying to save money in these spots and we don't need we want quality over quantity. And I think yeah. I think that matters, especially with, like I was saying, um, with just TV shows. Like, we waited a long time for the, um, for the League of Legends show, for Arcane. We waited, it was like, they were, that show was like six years in the making, right? Like, and it's, it paid off because everybody wants another season of Arcane. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with uh, Rings of Power, with House of the Dragon, like people are willing to wait two years, like to for those shows to come out because of the quality of the show. And then the same thing with the games. I feel like if you can give us quality games, how long did we wait for God of War? We waited a while, but guess yeah. what? It's gonna be here. And I'm I mean, like, again, 
you would really have to shit the bed in order for that game to be bad. Like, <laughs> and like, I mean, you have to do something really dumb yeah. because you even, have the intention. You have yeah, to try because even the game that I didn't like, God of War three, which that, and I'll, I'll rephrase that. I love God of War three. I think God of War three is actually the best of that that those three games. The ending just sucked, but the game itself and everything before the ending was the best. You know what I mean? So, like, it takes a lot to really mess it up. And I, I know they're not going to mess this one up, but it just goes to tell that sometimes waiting a little bit longer, making sure you have a good, high-quality game that lasts for... I mean, look at how long that God of War lasted and how many people were just playing the first one, like, last month. Like, yeah. I mean, the you know, this last one, like, last month. So, like, because it had a re-release on... on, on PC and people were enjoying that. I think they need to get, I think the method of game releases just needs to change. And I think we're getting there just so, because like it's worth, it's not worth having a game release and be bad and then trying to fix it, then taking the time, making us wait. We have plenty to play. So I think that's what the same thing that Activision needs to take. You got a good thing going right now. Warzone comes out next week. Hopefully it's going to be good and people are going to, you know, be the same cash cow that Warzone 1 was. And then don't rush your game. Like, just let people sit on that for six months and then and then decide, okay, is this what we want to do? Like, you know what I mean? Or decide after, you know, you're getting some feedback from the from your consumers. I think that's what Activision needs to do. Hopefully that's what they do. So people don't just think, okay, they're they're just they're just trying to get all our money. And real quick, for the reason why I think it's going to be a bigger expansion and, and Warzone is going to progress the story. Um, spoilers for Modern Warfare 2 campaign. So I'm going to give you a few seconds to leave. I am spoiling the end credit scene oh, and what it's going to... If you, spoiler. Well, if you don't... If if you're not playing the campaign spoiler. and you just want to know what's going on, right? Stay tuned. If you want to see the campaign, I actually I actually recorded it and streamed it on my YouTube channel, so you can go see that whole campaign. And you so plug, a plug. yeah, oh, wow. um, but uh, also it's gonna get. I'm pretty sure this is what's gonna open up Warzone and and why we're in the map that we're gonna be in. So I gave you a few seconds to leave. I'm spoiling it now. Okay. One, the campaign was fun, not great. Okay. It was a lot of some gameplay. I was like, okay, this is annoying. Anyway, the end credit scene was cold. So it ends with Captain Price at the bar. They're celebrating with soap and ghosts. They're having a drink at the pub. Right. And Laswell, which is the head of, of the team right now that gives you the intel, was like, hey, we got new intel on this person, blah, 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 and pulls up a laptop and they all look at it. And Captain Price is like, yeah, we know this guy. And I was like, okay. And they pass the thing around and it's uh, Makarov. So, and then it cuts to the plane, right? And I was like, they're not about to do what I think they're about to do. And um, these guys are like, you know, they're sitting in the plane. Uh, they get a text me or this guy gets a text message. Uh, you don't see the text message yet. He looks across, nods his head. They put their mask on, they cock their guns, they stand up. Camera ends with zooming into the camera or of the of the phone, and it says no Russia uh, on it. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, going back yeah. to the whole like you know the news breaking, shooting up the airport, all this other stuff. It was a crazy time, mm -hmm. right? So that is a huge step of like they're making <laughs> one. They brought in one of the baddest like enemies that you've had that you're fighting through, right? From Modern Warfare Two into Modern Warfare Three, and um. Uh, and they're going to do it with Warzone. And I think there's going to be a lot of story to tell there. Uh, and we'll see. I don't know if they're really going to do the like Godzilla thing again. You know what I mean? I'm sure at the end of it, it'll get to that point. But for right now, I think we have a good solid couple months of like, no, we're actually going to take the story serious. It's just going to be this game. And uh, we're going to go off from there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. again, time will tell. Um, I hope again, I always want to see these games be successful. I don't. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want these games to be bad because competition helps us out. We get better products when competition is good. So I want Modern Warfare to be good. So that makes everyone else step their game up. Like, 
so everyone else can have different options to play games because when competition happens, we benefit from it. Like, you know what I mean? When people are trying to fight for game of the year, guess what? We get the best games those years. When there's like mm -hmm. every company fighting to get game of the year, we get the best year games in that year. So let's make it happen. So I, I, I hope Call of Duty makes it work out. I hope they don't do anything crazy. Um, again, that their that acquisition for Microsoft is is trying to happen. So there's going to be some some things to look out for. So it, it, it's going to be interesting. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. We've we've talked for an hour. We've got a little rant yeah. out. We'll probably be like a little bit more structured when the next time we do it. But we know we needed to get these out because we haven't seen you guys or talked to you guys in a while. So we haven't done one of the live ones in a while. So yeah, you guys know what everything is but um yeah as always if you guys like our stuff go ahead and like comment subscribe do all that good stuff it helps us with the algorithm like you guys might not think it's a lot but like one like definitely helps like one comment and we want to engage with you guys so like we like hearing what you guys have to say i like answering back especially on the reviews and stuff because i like to hear other people's opinion about the shows and stuff that i watch so yeah so Please do all that good stuff. I will be dropping an Andor episode this week and I have to go see Black Adam at some point, but obviously Wakanda Forever will be dropped. I thought you already I thought I you saw Black No, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I need to go see that immediately. But obviously I'm not seeing it before I see Wakanda. So that's a must. And uh, there's no if, ands, or buts. I might cry, you know, I ain't ashamed. <laughs> you ain't, you gotta, you might cry. You gotta I'm gonna cry. First, first two minutes, I'm be like, <sighs> it's not even that. I mean, yeah. if you don't cry the whole movie, you yeah. know, at the end credit scene, they're no, gonna no, have they, his picture they, and they're, loving they're, memory. I'm pretty sure we're. Yeah. No, you're crying. You're crying once they show a comic. <laughs> like, it's it, it's already been like you know, kind of established like that's what's going to happen. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited for it. And again, I'll drop that for you guys. So please stick around. You know, make sure you have the notification bell signed and all that good stuff so you guys Ding. can know when we drop stuff so but until next time go shame yendi also go look for him and shame him on all his stuff because he's probably losing in overwatch right now and we're happy about that if he is but until next time fire team 